Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy Molitor. And boy, Andy, am I glad I talked myself out of betting the Heat. Yeah, I actually bet the Celtics. Like, just a couple people did, and then Dogma did. I'm like, I'll put 100 bucks on the Celtics. Like, whatever. I just want to join the crowd and cheer for something here. So I ended up... Um, on the advice of, I believe it was our our New York-based friend, Mr. Brinks. We mm. were talking in the NBA chat about the total dropping down, and he's like, it's still too damn high. I'm like, whatever. So there was like a 185. The second there. half under, yeah. Yeah, well, it was it was a live one. I think it was 185 somewhere in the second yeah. quarter, somewhere there. So I'm like, whatever, we'll put a little bit. So I went to 2-0 and in the game that I really didn't watch a lot of because it wasn't great. It was, uh, it's funny too. Like, and somebody bitched about, uh, you know, the NBA games and the conference finals not being great. This one actually featured a lead change. I mean, the, the heat were leading at halftime and ended up losing the game, but it, I mean, it was a really bad second half for them. So, uh, goes to show Lowry ain't right. I don't know if he should play anymore. I think that's probably to the detriment of the team and, and Celtics are playing well. So we'll see where this goes. I'm sitting on about even money on the series price, feeling good that it's at minus twelve fifty now. As we uh, game six Sunday, then I believe, or it would, it would be Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Yeah, probably Saturday. Um, I'm off by a day. I feel like it's Friday. I may not show up tomorrow. <laughs> That's okay. We'll make sure we we'll get you ready and, and going for tomorrow. But it was a game where it just and I said it. I think on the Bet US NBA show yesterday, the Heat look old. They finally, for the first time all year, and Lowry is hurt. He is not right, but, right. I mean, P.J. Tucker is not moving well. I mean, his shot, the angle changes, the release changes every single time now. They just look really beat up and, and kind of just, just don't have it in them to beat a team in Boston that has finally settled down, kind of gotten control of themselves. I mean, a little bit worried maybe about Tatum. He seemed to have like a shoulder thing in the first quarter, but played the rest of the game. Seemed like he was fine, so... Boston is the more talented of these two teams, and as good as Folster is, it's there's just not enough ammunition for him to put together enough to take down the Celtics team. So, yeah, I mean, the series price, like you said, right now is minus twelve fifty. Um, the Heat plus seven fifty. Uh, that's no way, no way am I betting the Heat. Um, I mean, if you think Miami can do it, just bet in the next game and hold the money over. I think you probably you might do better than the plus seven fifty, honestly. Usually, it's, almost, yeah. almost. Certainly in these cases, you end up better that way. I'll probably be on Miami, maybe first half or something in the next game. I do think they'll come out and give a solid effort. I mean, the game was close for a little while, and as someone that has pushed back on the conference games have all been terrible narrative, that was bad. Well, this was... That was a bad, bad game. I don't remember the last time I saw a live total of 181.5 in the first quarter. It bounced. Yeah, it kind of just bounced around. Honestly, for the for the rest of the game, once I bet a live total, I usually will keep the screen up to kind of monitor what the market thinks. It's a better judge of it than I can be. And really, the entirety of the game, it went between like one seventy seven and one eighty one. It just kind of sat there. Like the the pace, they guessed pretty well when they ended up, you know, putting that live total right around the you know one eighty one eighty. I think it was one eighty five or something. I got either way, it didn't matter. I think it ended what 169. It uh, it was not close yeah, to the like that. 204, 205 that we ended up on. Well, yeah, we'll talk a little more about game 
number six tomorrow, as we'll look at it tomorrow. But tonight, tonight, is this a game five? Yeah, it has to be. Almost certainly game five, right? Game five, presumably the closeout closeout. Well, that's that's just, again, if you... Gentleman's sweep closeout. That's right. This is the gentleman's sweep game. You know, as I've said sort of um, backhandedly a little bit, the Warriors had to fly home anyway. They might as well play a basketball game when they get there. So um, they're seven-point favorites tonight, deserving to be the favorite. But as, you know, um, a handful of people have said already, and Andy, I believe this is an official play for you as well, give me the points with the Mavericks here. I mean, seven is quite a bit of points. Um, You start to look at the series and – it really has come down to a lot of the shooting. You look at the first game, the Warriors closed minus five and a half. Now this number matches the second game where the Warriors closed seven. But um, I think the Mavericks have looked much better than they did those first couple games. And it's not just the shooting. I mean, finally, they were able to hit some of their threes. Again, they're going to shoot 44, 45 threes a game, and they finally made 20 of them the other night. Now I don't think that they're going to shoot that 46% again, but if they can get anywhere close to kind of where their average is. And if you go back through those – first couple games and again I throw game one out you watch that game the Mavericks were not interested in playing basketball but you look at games two and three um, you start to adjust some things and balance out the shooting these are really close games and I do think Golden State wins but the Mavericks can keep it tight and I think they'll find a way to maybe make the game a little bit ugly so give me the Mavs plus seven Mavs yeah official play for me too I you know what just following along and listening to how everything goes with my smarter NBA friends, I might've played this on my own, just knowing like everyone else, I, I probably would have asked like, everybody thinks this number's too big, right? And then put a little money on it. So no, but is it officially Andy play as well? It is a bag census. We are ready to ready to rock. And truthfully, I kind of hope the series is just over. I hope it's just like Warriors by two, right at the end. I don't actually Warriors by three i want them to have the ball up by one i don't want overtime to even i hope the warriors are up a million at halftime i go to sleep and i wake up to find the mavericks made some sort of fourth quarter nonsense comeback that didn't matter and they lost by six that's what i that's my dream i'm down yeah that's uh maybe maybe there's something to be said for a uh a really strong first half the other way and then a, a nice middle spot Hmm, I'm gonna have to, I'll probably be watching this game. There's not much else. Golf will be over at this point. So excited for this one tonight. And speaking of golf, I I played a lot this week. I went heavy for a, a bad, it's not a bad tournament. It's not a good payout though. It is what we call an eight. It's an only an eight million dollar pot, I think. These uh some of the bigger ones are twelves. Obviously, the majors are huge, the players is big. It's not a huge, huge payout, but it's a nice tournament, nice course, and it draws a decent field here as we are, uh, again, sitting about a month from a major, like we always are. Um, right now, Christian Bazudnot of South Africa is our leader at four under, bunch of guys at three, bunch of guys at two, in fact, 15 guys at two, three, and four, and then, uh, and then there's... You know, there's only 60 players that have teed off at this point, half the field, only 120 in this field as it's uh, invitational. Some of my matchups are doing good. Uh, the ones that aren't, I'm going to chalk up to my guy hasn't teed off yet and the other guy's playing well already. So what can I do about that? I didn't play. Can't Bazoodin play defense. Hoot. Yeah, I didn't play Hoot as an outright or anything, but I do have him in a matchup. So having him come out of the gates hot is pretty nice. 
I just need Kevin Kisner to play poorly. Um, two matchups going already for me today. Round one matchups. One is winning. One is losing. And one isn't started. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Davis Riley is a guy I've talked about a bunch. I joked on a couple shows that the whole world bet him this week. Because the whole world kind of did. If he wins this tournament with this field, God bless his heart. That would be amazing. But he is someone who is coming up in the uh in the world like his uh his form numbers his i just want to say like course fit what i used as far as that like that looked really good with him here i went back and did some double checking like sometimes these guys who haven't played a lot it's like uh, maybe i don't have the best sample size feel like i have a decent enough sample on this guy to play him especially over troy Merritt, who i did not like at all this week I couldn't tell you exactly. I don't think I ever liked Troy Merrick. I'm gonna pull. You do bet against him a lot. I feel like I feel like I see him in a lot of my bets, and it's not betting on Troy Merrick ever. So, Dave and Davis Riley is one of my outrights. I'm gonna look real quick what I have him for. Davis Riley is also a. Oop, Page took him as an outright. I thought maybe I had him as a top forty, but I did use him there. I used him in a matchup against Maverick McNeely who is even through seven. Obviously, Riley hasn't teed off. So lots and lots of Davis-Riley exposure this week. And then, yeah, let's pull up Troy Merritt. Troy Merritt sucks at everything, according to my numbers. <laughs> like just, just the course fit. The only thing I really have him fitting well, it's like he he does okay on, you know, just general par four scoring. But he's not accurate off the tee. He's not finding a lot of greens. He's going to have to really be good chipping. And I don't, and again, using just a straight greens and regulation only model, I have him 105th in the field out of 120 of that. So you do need to find these small greens this week if you want to be scoring. I don't see him scoring a lot. So boo, Troy Merritt. Let's go, uh, Riley Davis, which is Davis Riley. Davis Riley. Yeah, two first names. Or two last names. Or two last names. It's, yeah, it's, it's either or. I'll have more this week. I'll probably have another daily play tomorrow. I think all of I was going to give out a. Oh, uh, I do have a one that hasn't started yet. So I, I guess of all my, you know, full tournament matchups, those aren't usually like these where the tee times are similar. Sometimes it's a guy that starts in the morning versus a guy that goes in the afternoon. So I have a lot where one guy's golfing, but I did play Mito, who people were maybe a little scared to bet. Maybe I talked about this one yesterday. Meet over answer. Yeah, that's the only one. It was one I did talk about yesterday. So if you missed that, Mito over Abraham answer. That's a play that hasn't started if you want to get a little more action done on this. Other than that, yes, best of luck to me and the rest of the Vetsburgs Golf Squad as we try to follow up with another outright. I feel like I might Easy have an outright. Course. Well, I feel like I might have an outright next weekend that has a decent shot. And her name is uh, Iga. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's not often that you bet on the favorite, and this even I, isn't one of those weird ones where like the favorite's five to one, and we're making fun no. of you for taking five to one. And again, a minus one ten bet over two weeks. I guess maybe I should make money for that. But I, you, it's you hard could, to count that. It's hard to count it, but Christ, she made Allison Risky look bad today. I have to look at what the total points one was again. She was over, she was at 75% at one point. 
Okay, that means she won 75% of all the points. Returns every time they hit a ball, she was winning three of every four. You rarely see players get above um, 60, let alone all the way up to 75. So She, yeah, um, she had three break points to go up 4-0 in the second set after winning the first set 6-0. So. The live total was 12 and a half. Yeah, it was getting, it was getting pretty rough there. She, uh, it, was, it was akin to the gentleman's sweep. She gave uh, Allison a couple games at the end. Didn't even know where she was. Sat down on the changeover at 1-0. Just kind of took her a little break. That's the kind of respect she's already getting. The ump just kind of let her. Uh, she'll figure it out, I'm sure. So, um, <laughs> and She thanks. finished with 66% of total points, which, again, is a staggering number. You rarely see people in the high 50s, let alone above 60. That's just. I mean, oof. you'll often see a winner not have. A majority of the winning points they just right, have like the high leverage 51 52 percent like yeah i mean you, you'll see a 49 where it's like well they got the high leverage ones so they won't get because there will be players who take off serve complete take off return games completely and just be like well i'm losing this one to 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 love and i'm not going to win a single point i'm just reserving some energy so um zang is in the third set up a break up a break i'm gonna jinx it i don't care i'm too well, excited up she I'm, cast her plus one and a half sets yes. of plus one, plus one twenty. We're cruising. Uh, Osorio, absolute domination on not only the spread, but the was that the alt spread too? Uh, she got dominated. Oh, she lost. Did I oh, lose the spread? Yesterday, Andy was arguably the worst day of tennis betting in the last two years. I think I was I like just, zero and nine I just, yesterday. I just looked at the score. I figured she won. Oh my! I, I feel oh, no. like an asshole now. She lost six three six three. She indeed did. Yes. I looked at the score upside down. We're going to edit that part out. <laughs> I can't believe I, I didn't look long enough. Well, Zeng's making it up. I don't care. I can't. I'm. She's unjinxable. And um, Azarenka hasn't started yet? These are actually tomorrow. It turns out I thought okay. Azarenka Tycoon would be today. But got two plays for tomorrow. Again, plays just kind of wrapping up here. On the women's side, there is really just one match left. Cornea Ostapenko. I wouldn't hold it against you if you want to do a money line bet on a Cornet there. Again, it's always up in the air that Ostapenko might just lose this match. But that's the last women's match of the day. On the men's side, things are grinding down. You've got Sitsipas should make pretty quick work here. The center RCB match might be fun, but no plays there. So two for us tomorrow. Again, this one I gave out yesterday, the first one. Azarenka Teichman, under 21. Wouldn't mind a bet on Teichman, but I just... As I go back and look through it, there's a, there's a chance that either one of these women wins this match 6-2-6-2. Azarenka is someone who has had a solid week. A lot of it has been sort of luck, honestly, if you go back and watch some of the points she's been able to win and what her opponents have really kind of handed her. But super talented, generally plays quick matches, Teichman too. And this just looks like a nice 6-3, 6-4 kind of situation for me. So under 21 sounds great. I'll just grab under 21 games. I don't have to worry about who wins. If we get this done in two sets, this should cover pretty easily. And then Daria, formerly Gavrilova, now Seville. And Seville's pretty much everywhere. So I'm just going to put that up now. Goes up against Martina Trevisan, who Trevisan has had a nice season so far. Generally plays better on the clay. Is someone that works very hard, but doesn't do anything better than, than Seville does. As I look at the matchup, you know, from a tennis perspective, from a numbers perspective, Seville, although on a smaller sample size, has been much more impressive and against a better level of competition. I have Seville... 
as almost a small favorite here. I, I'd have this match probably a pick if I was really setting it myself. So plus 135 looks good. And Seville's been really putting away players like this this season. So happy to sprinkle a little bit there on the 2-0 or minus one and a half sets. It's also listed there, plus 260. So an under, a dog, and then a little correct score bet. I like a correct score bet. As Arinka went under her last get, her last match, even even with a tiebreaker, she went under. I think it was a six a lot one of that this week. Six yeah, six one with a tiebreak. Those uh, WTA so like it, like the the aliens guy, except it says WTA underneath it. Like that's I just WTA. Hey. WTA. Hey. Yeah, it's hey. uh, it's a whole thing. Hey. So French <laughs> Open. We're going to do this for another week. There's a lot of French Open. There won't be as much. Where do people who lose, where do the losers go um, next week? Is there a 250 like that the losers had to play? There's well, always during the fourth. They've got the week like here tournament. still. They've got the week here still. So they probably go find a croissant to cry in. But um, the women will head to Croatia. And I, I'm not familiar with this event, but um, Makarska, Croatia? That's maybe, kind of my best attempt there. That's a new event. So, yeah, so impressed with Umag that Croatia has been awarded another major tournament. Not a yeah, major, the girls but... go to Makarska. I'm not sure where the men are headed, but yeah, there's always a, a second tournament. We've got a couple days for that. So that'll be fun. It's nice. Yeah, we can, as we run out of French Open matches, we'll have the secondary tournaments where all the losers, Osario is going to head there, apparently. God, I can't believe I, I looked at that her. score wrong. That's one of those biases where you have a big favorite and you see the score line, and you're like, oh, she covered. You don't even look who had the sixes and who had the threes. Andy's just dumb today, I guess. Halep. Oh, it's okay. I don't Halep, take it personally. Halep taking a MTO. Of course she is. Tactical. Fingers crossed. Calling Finger, her out fingers crossed. You bet the money line of the book that's going to cash up to the first set. Yeah. Which is not many. She, I don't think she retires. I think she's just it's tactical. So all right, she yeah, is we, not that kind of player. When she takes an MTO, she's usually messed up. Who knows? That back would snap it up. When, a, when, a when you bet notice. against her, she's a snake in the grass. That's <laughs> I, I will, no, no, no quarter will be given. So, all right. If you stuck with us and you're in the YouTube, give us a thumbs up on the way out. Those feed my life force. I need those. That helps everything. Thanks to our sponsors, FanDuel. Thanks to Alex for feeding me some tennis and basketball. Thanks to producer Dan for producing. Thanks to you in the chat. And we'll catch you guys for a Friday edition tomorrow. Mm -hmm.